بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه أما بعد Looking at al-juz al-rabi' the fourth juz of al-Quran al-Kareem uh, this is the section which holds the ending section of surah Ali Imran and also the beginning uh, of surah Al-Nisa uh, surah Ali Imran is almost an extension of Surah Al-Baqarah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, having this discourse with the Ahlul Kitab with the Jews and the Christians uh, reminding them that they were the chosen people and the status that Allah had given them was lofty but they had erred from that path and they had preferred their own whims and desires over what Allah and His Messenger had given them and as a result Allah had abrogated and he had, uh, and he had uh, sent this new community to revive that orthodoxy and that tawheed, which is that pure belief in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and absolute islam, submission and obedience to what he and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have given. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the last verse, which is almost an epitome of this, because the last section of Surah Ali Imran is surrounding uh, those verses that were revealed around and just after the Battle of Uhud in which the Prophet ﷺ had appointed a group of Muslims to keep watch on the mount lest the enemy uh, army may attack from behind. Of course, this, this group, they saw that the Muslims had, had, uh, had won and so they uh, left their posts, which they shouldn't have. Um, and they went to, to, to meet the Muslims and to collect the, the booty, etc. Um, and as a result, they were attacked from behind. So this is teaching us a very important lesson, which is that even when we think what we are doing is correct, uh, our obedience and priority is always Allah and His Messenger. And the moment that we move away from that, then we will become distant from falah, from success. But so long as we give priority to Allah and His Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, then success will be our lived experience. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the final verse of Surah Ali Imran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اصبروا وصابروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون O you who believe, have patience and call others to patience and be steadfast and uh, be mindful of Allah, perhaps you'll be successful. So success is linked to sabr because often uh, obedience to Allah and His Messenger is difficult. Uh, preferring Allah and His Messenger over what we want is difficult. But to have patience and to have this rabita, this link, and to have this taqwa, this consciousness and mindfulness of Allah, uh, this is what success is linked to. So again, the theme is about obedience to Allah and His Messenger. And this runs uh, quite smoothly into Surah Al-Nisa because one of the, the great ways in which we are disobedient to Allah is in our not giving others their rights. And probably one of the most overlooked and marginalized uh, types of people in human history uh, have been women, uh, especially when it came to their financial rights. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is rectifying that in this surah. The surah An-Nisa, the surah of the women, 
doesn't just deal with women, it deals with orphans, it deals with justice as a general principle, with faith, etc. However, the, uh, the initial bulk of verses are dealing with, uh, dealing with this concept of women and orphans, etc. And, 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 their, and their nasib and their, what they are supposed to get and their rights and even the last verses. But it's interesting that Allah has chosen this an-nisa almost as a general principle of oppressed kinds of people. And so the Prophet ﷺ really came to give women, orphans, uh, the, the people that weren't given their rights, to give them their rights. And Allah begins by reminding uh, humankind that we all came from one soul. يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ إِتَّقُوا رَبَّكُمْ أَلَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ نَفْسٍ وَاحِدًا That He created all of us from one soul. From that came our spouses. From that came many men and women that we see spread all over this earth. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَآتُوا الْيَتَامَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ And Allah begins to speak about the orphans and give the orphan their wealth. Do not mix your wealth with their wealth. Do not replace their, uh, your not-so-good wealth with their good wealth, etc., etc., etc. So Allah is using this as a principle to highlight injustices within society. And so that's really uh, one of the great themes of Surah uh, An-Nisa about making sure so Allah gave specific uh, rulings for inheritance that if this person uh, should die then such and such person will get this much inheritance providing that this person is alive and if this person is not alive then so and so will get this much inheritance etc making it clear so that there would be no issues or qualms or any type of uh, problems uh, afterwards and everybody would get their rights everybody would get their rights so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, speaks uh, in these uh, surahs uh, about this general principle of obedience to Allah and His Messenger, it's interesting that it runs into this discourse about, about justice and giving rights to other people. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this deen, this religion as a social, a deenu mu'amalat. It's a social religion, it's a religion in which our worship is in how we deal with other people. And that are we dealing with them in a way in which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, giving them their rights and being just towards them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, we ask Him for openings, and we ask Him in this beautiful month of Ramadan to open up the secrets of this book, and that He gives us the ability, that divine assistance, to be able to act upon it in the most befitting way, inshaAllah ta'ala. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَى سَيْنَ مُحَمَّدُ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَ